Welcome to the Business Gorillas Podcast, where the biggest, baddest, and most fearless business owners pull the curtains back and reveal their most tightly guarded secrets and strategies. With your host, serial entrepreneur and marketing visionary, Josh Rosenberg. Buckle up. It's time to get started. What's going on, everybody? This is Josh Rosenberg, and you're here with me for another Business Gorillas podcast. Today, I've got a very special guest, someone that as soon as I saw his site, when I saw him um, sign up and I saw the form come through that he was going to be a guest, I looked at his site and said, this is a man that has a lot of passion and heart behind his, his brand. This is something that was, uh, you could tell he has a lot of care and love and uh, really uh, a focus in mind that you don't get to see with a lot of other business owner. So I'm very excited to get to know him a little bit today. Uh, so Dean Wagner, thank you very much for being here. Well, Josh, I'm honored to be your guest and you are striking one of my favorite words and that is passion. Awesome. Awesome. So please tell us about your business. So uh, we're not leaving everybody here out in the cold. Well, I'll share a little bit first about, about me. Josh, I think as an entrepreneur, there's always a story behind that. And you know, values and everything are important to me, which I tell everybody, God, family, and country sure, is the priorities for me. And have an amazing family. My wife, Kelly, and I, we've been married 28 years, and we've got four amazing kids. We have two daughters, 24 and 21. We have an 18-year-old son, and we have a 12-year-old son we adopted from Ethiopia. So family is incredibly important to me. And then from a country standpoint, I was honored to attend and graduate from the United States of Military Academy, West Point. Congratulations. So I appreciate that, Josh. And I graduated in 93, went to flight school, learned how to fly helicopters, went to the Army Special Forces Ranger School and spent seven years active duty and served with some incredible men and women. I love our country and a lot of who I am and what I stand for, my experience serving our country is really what is woven into the DNA of Authentically American. That's fantastic. And thank you very much for your service. And, you know, I speak to a lot of entrepreneurs who have served as well. And I, I don't know, there's just something about uh, the DNA and people that served in the military or the armed forces to some extent that, you know, they come out of it and they just have this entrepreneurial way about them. It's awesome to see. And Josh, that is really striking a chord because one of the things I love personally being in the army was a higher sense of purpose and serving our country. Absolutely. And, you know, throughout my career, I really feel that figured out that I have a passion for making a difference. I didn't just want a job and authentically American is in the apparel business. And we have amazing product, Josh, and it's all made here in the U S and to give you and all your listeners and listeners an idea how rare American made is when I graduated from West point 93, over 50% was made in the U S Today, Josh, it's 3.5. I believe 3.5 it. 3.5 is all that's made here. I believe it. It's, you know, the, the cost to operate is not cheap here. And it's, especially when you go to scale, much more cost effective to, to co-pack and to uh, import it from somewhere else. It, that is a true story, Josh. But what we've proven over the last five years in 2017, we're a blank sheet of paper. What we've proven out is we can have amazing product because that's what's most important. We can also have it be American made, and then we can also be competitively priced. And, uh, you know, this goes to really highlight something that um, I talk about all the time when I'm working with clients and helping improve their marketing. The first thing 
that we usually like, like to do, and this goes hand in hand with branding is find your story. And every company, you know, as, as people, the, the thing that human beings have done longer than anything else, even before we invented fire was we communicate via stories. This is how lessons and morals and all this stuff was passed down and memories are passed down through generations through stories. That's something that's ingrained in our DNA for thousands of years. And so when a brand, a company understands this and knows how to make the, their messaging coincide hand in hand with their story, it gives customers something to connect with. It gives people a reason to want to support you and want to like you and want to, to, to buy from you versus competitors. Sure, maybe they're $5 cheaper, but who are they? Well, right. we want to support this local company that is bringing jobs back to America, bringing manufacturing here, that has a very um, uh, strong moral compass for this. And that's the kind of business that we want to associate with. And as free consumers, we're, we have the ability to decide where we want to spend our money. And that's something that I think um, is, maybe you don't even realize it, but possibly it's one of the keys to your company's success. Well, Josh, I absolutely agree. And it's phenomenal advice you're giving your clients because that story, especially in today's digital environment, that story is so powerful and so important. And as a brand, our ethos, we're a brand that celebrates patriotism. We love our country. We're a brand that believes in the American worker, which is why everything is made here in the U.S. And we're also, Josh, a brand that wants to honor our American heroes, which is why very intentionally, we donate 10% of our profits to veteran and first responder charities. And that's a way for us to honor our American heroes each and every day. That's fantastic. Such a good cause. And, you know, the, uh, the first responders, a lot of times often go overlooked and they have an incredibly difficult job. And you'll hear of, um, you know, police or firefighters or whatnot, getting all this praise for uh, their bravery but it's the, the first responders that are kind of like that redheaded stepchild or like the middle child in that little family there where they don't get celebrated as much and they should. They, they save a ton of lives. They are in very dangerous situations. So it's great that you're, you're able to pay it back to them. Absolutely, Josh. And you know, 9-11, you're there in New York City, and that's just a prime example of the incredible impact you know, our first responders, police and fire specifically, are having. And to give you a little bit more context on our business, and I'll tie this story back to first responders. So there's two very distinct sides of our business, Josh. There's a consumer side. So things like I'm wearing that are authentically American branded, it also includes collegiate licenses. So we have West Point, Naval Academy, all the military schools. So that is all product that you can buy on our website on authenticallyamerican.us. But Josh, that is a relatively small 10% of our business. 90% of our business is more corporate B2B focused. So on a large scale, we have Fortune 500 clients like Pepsi and Bridgestone and Comcast. We have large charities. We also have middle market. We have all the way down to small businesses because the bigger companies order thousands of items. But the small businesses, they can't order that many. So we keep our minimums low. But here's a story, Josh, that will resonate with the American made theme of our brand that will also resonate with first responders. Are you familiar with Tunnel to Towers, that foundation? Tunnel to Towers? No, I'm not. So I would encourage you and every one of your listeners to look up Tunnel to Towers because 
It is an incredible organization that supports primarily first responders, but veterans as well. So for example, if a police officer or a fireman loses their life in the line of duty, they will pay off their mortgage. Oh, wow. 100% pay off their mortgage. And let me tell you the backstory on how this organization came to be and how we're working with them and why American Made is so important. So this was an organization that was birthed out of 9-11. And the firefighter that this was all about, he was off duty on 9-11, but he heard everything going down on the radio. And he's like, I have to be there. I have to be involved. And he wasn't able to drive back in, but he wasn't going to let that stop him, Josh. What he did is he donned 60 pounds, 60 pounds of fireman gear and ran over five miles to the tower, saved countless people's lives, but in the process, tragically lost his life. Jesus. So that's the backstory to Tunnel to Towers, just an amazing organization. Jesus. I mean, talk about being selfless and brave. And by the time you get there, your body is probably shaking from fatigue and exhaustion. You could probably barely stand, but to have the strength to, to take, to carry that many people out and to save them and to keep going back in there and not thinking about your own life, just going after other people. That's incredible. The the story is so awe-inspiring. And, you know, most Americans would probably struggle to run five miles by themselves, let alone with 60 pounds of gear on your back. And they have really grown into some incredible prominence over the last five years. Their message is really resonating. They're doing a great job of reaching out. But they have like most organizations do, Josh, they have apparel. So Tunnel to Towers Foundation Apparel. And I was introduced to their chief marketing officer, Larry Olson. And we had a discussion. He's like, Dean, we need to go ahead and look at switching because our audience, our donors, those that really believe in our mission, a lot of them are veterans and first responders and they don't want a made in China tag. They want American made. Sure. We started partnering with them and this story resonates So this was just a few months ago, but Larry called me and said, Dean, I just got a note in the mail that reinforces why we're switching everything over to American Made. A proud veteran donated at the level that he received one of their hats. And the veteran looked at it, noticed a made in Bangladesh tag. He cut it into shreds, sent it back to Larry, the chief marketing officer, with one note that said, shame on you. Shame on you. Wow. And Larry called me up and said, Dean, this is why we're switching. You guys have amazing product. It's all American made. It's competitively priced because Tunnels of Towers and every other charity and nonprofit we partner with, we provide an at cost pricing. And that story just hit so home with me, Josh, because that was an opportunity where we are providing an amazing product. And that's what's most important. We also have an opportunity to make a difference because we're creating American jobs when people order from us. But then we are also helping tunnel the towers, you know, further their mission. Yeah. And that's fantastic. And I mean, quite honestly, it makes sense that all these people, they, you can get similar quality materials from a bunch of different uh, clothing manufacturers. I mean, you know, yes, yours may be higher quality than uh, something made over in Bangladesh, but there's probably comparable clothing out there to you. But when somebody says, no, 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 I get it. All things equal. That's great. The quality of shirt's fantastic. I want the one that's made in the U.S. because that means something to me. That's that's going to be giving you an advantage over your competition that 
they're probably not going to want to have to relocate all their manufacturing and, and start everything over and the, you know, spend the cost to do that. And, you know, is that even worth it? Or do they just go into a different market and say, you know what, we're not going to compete. And that unfortunately, Josh, is what most businesses and most brands choose to do back to that 3.5% number being all that's made here. But the last few years have been an incredible grind for us because we all have been dealing with COVID. But what I have found, what we're experiencing, what we're hearing from our clients and our customers is after dealing with a global pandemic for two and a half years with the war in Ukraine, country of origin matters. People want something that's American made. And the biggest challenge is they don't even know it's available. So the t-shirt, for example, is the most ubiquitous, most common apparel item. And that shocking 3.5% statistic gave birth to our tagline, where's yours made? Hey, Josh, gray looking t-shirt, where's yours made? And most people, Josh, will look at me and say, Dean, I have no idea. But then they will look at the tag and see made in China, made in Vietnam, made somewhere overseas. And it is just a shocking look on their face when they realize that, you know what, they have an opportunity to make a different choice. And that's what we encourage everyone to do. When you have an opportunity, when you can make an American-made choice, do it. Because you're creating American jobs and you're making a difference. And it's funny when you mentioned uh, the war in Ukraine. I don't know how it is over where you are, but uh, over here in New York, uh, there was a number of uh, Ukrainian restaurants, pierogi places and stuff that had been open for a while. And once the war started going and became something that lasted more than a few days, the lines for these uh, Ukrainian owned businesses were just around the corner, down the block. More of them have opened up since then. And people here will wait in line to support that business because, you know, they want to support the Ukrainians because they feel that strongly about it. So least here from the little bit that I've been exposed to, it seems like if you're not saying made in the USA, then the next best place might be Ukraine. And I know that that's not everyone that don't agree, but, you know, over here it is. Well, Josh, I, I will tell you this. This relates back to what you had mentioned earlier about the power of story. And mm-hmm. that's part of why, you know, the Ukrainian restaurants are doing so well is because there's a story behind the atrocity that they've been experiencing during this war. And people want to stand behind, you know, yeah. a country like Ukraine, because most analysts, most wartime analysts initially said this will be done in a month or less. And I think they made two wrong estimates. Number one, you know, they under overestimated, should I say, the strength of the Russian army. I think there was this mythical type characteristic that everyone thought about the strength of the Russian military. We're founding that's not true. But even stronger, Josh, I think this is why people have rallied around the Ukrainian people. The strength and the resolve of the Ukrainian people is just incredible. It's truly awe-inspiring how strong they are and how much they have banded together to defend their country. Oh, 100%. It's amazing to watch. And you see the president, Zelensky, he usually comes out in like a t-shirt or a sweater similar to what you're wearing. And he doesn't look like you would expect a a politician or president to look like. But he has been so strong for, for his people this entire time that you can't help but root for them. You can't help but want to support them and want to help those people. Um, I think I have an idea of what uh, you're, you're probably going to say to this next question, but it's something I ask everybody, uh-huh. which is, is there anything uh, in your industry 
that just kind of makes your blood boil or something that you find to be really dishonest or just complete BS that you, you just want to make people aware of? It absolutely is, Josh. And this starts to tie into our name. So authentically American was an intentional choice because we absolutely produce right here in the U.S. Real American workers and real American factories. And that was the idea behind the authentically American because companies on a one scale will say designed in the U.S. or assembled in the U.S., which is that's fine. But I think oftentimes they're trying to dupe the American consumer. But people have gone even further and they've been levied heavy fines. They've been thrown in jail where they will literally fraudulently and illegally cut out the made in China tag and put in a made in USA tag and try and dupe the American consumer. And that's something to your point that boils my blood because we are true, we're authentic, we believe in our mission and we wanna support the American worker. And it infuriates me when companies go to that level to go ahead and break the law. Yeah, I, I would see that too. Um, I, I could see why you'd say that. Like if you're gonna uh, have your stuff manufactured somewhere else, say it. And if you see a, a, a t-shirt that has the American flag on it or you know, another symbol of liberty, and then the tag itself says it's made in China. There, it forms such a disconnect. It's like, who are you trying to fool? Yeah. Um, all right. Let's kind of uh, change gears here for a little sec. Yeah. Um, the next question I usually like to ask is uh, kind of off topic. And that is, you know, if you have any like funny or insane or crazy stories, adventures that uh, you got to experience as a result of being a business owner that you probably otherwise wouldn't if you were stuck in a cubicle working a nine to five? Well, Josh, the one I love to highlight is right there in your backyard because, you know, after leaving the army, you know, I spent seven years active duty and worked on in big companies like Procter and Gamble and Mars and worked on brands like Crest and Tide and M&Ms and both are just world-class marketing and branding companies and just had some incredible experience there but I was the cog in the wheel. You know, it was built to be a machine. And what really was a catalyst for me going down the entrepreneurial road, Josh, is I realized at one point that even though I had fairly big jobs and was well-paid, if you pull me out, the next person steps right up and the machine keeps going and it doesn't skip a beat. Yeah. No, they, and, they always talk about, this is a family. We depend on each other, blah, blah, blah. That is until you ask for something. <laughs> Well, Josh, here's where I never would have had this opportunity because in 2017, we're a blank sheet of paper. And literally in the PNG and Mars days, we had Super Bowl ad budgets. So I had a very microscopic small marketing budget because in essence, I was funding it myself. But after a year of proving out our business model, I said, well, we've got this amazing product. It's all American made, this feel good American story. How do we get the word out? And we pulled a page out of the old playbook around earned media. So how do we get our story out there for free press, PR, and get some national TV exposure? And I envisioned, Josh, this was going to be multiple years in the making. And I was shocked. Two months later, got a call from one of the producers at Fox and Friends and said, Dean, we were told about your story. It's inspiring. And we would love to have you as a guest on Fox and Friends. And I never, Josh, would have had that kind of opportunity. 
if would not have gone down the entrepreneurial path, would not have had the passion and the story behind our brand. And that was really what made that first appearance possible. That's awesome. Um, you know, when you're getting started and you got very limited resources and time and manpower, money and all that, you have to be creative in a way that bigger brands just don't have to worry about. And you've got to think much differently, be much more resourceful. Um, I think I've told this story on the podcast before. If not, I know I've told on other people's, but the very first brand that I ever started that went, um, that became very successful was a sex education brand uh, company for long-term committed couples to kind of rekindle the passion, the romance in their business. And um, uh, everyone's a licensed sex educator, but we, we wanted to do live workshops and make it very sexy and fun. And, you know, it's PG 13. We were, we, yeah. we didn't do anything over the top, but in order to get the word out, get our name out and sell tickets, um, cause we had no budget. I think I had, I don't know, 44 cents to my name or something like that. <laughs> I, uh, created a website, which I found a PR agency and I just ripped off their website. I cloned it. Uh, I changed a couple of the names around and that was basically it. I got a burner phone and I just started calling all of these media outlets and said, hi, my name is Leonard Gaza. I'm with something, something uh, PR. We represent blah, 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 blah. I want to tell you about this event. One of our up and coming clients is doing and doing that over and over and over uh, the venue that we had could fit a hundred people. We sold four tickets because 96 tickets were taken by members of the press. Oh, wow. So love to hear know, that story. Cause that is resourceful. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, that's just kind of the thing that you have to do when you're getting started and you look at something like you mentioned Procter and Gamble, they could spend a hundred thousand dollars on a lunch and not notice it. It's a rounding error. Oh yeah. You know, so the, uh, for every uh, entrepreneur out there, especially in your, when you're in the smaller stages, uh, if you haven't raised a whole lot of capital yet, you got to really just kind of think creatively. Um, all right. If you could go back, you said 2017, you're a black blank sheet of paper. It's 2023 right now. If you could take the knowledge you have right now, go back to that blank sheet of paper. What do you think you would do differently? So Josh, the word I would choose there to characterize what I would do differently is focus. Mm. And I'm not just borderline ADD. I really struggle with focus. And when we launched our brand from a blank sheet of paper, you know, part of it's to be expected. We're a new brand and you try a lot of different things, but we realized that we were trying a lot of different things and really weren't focusing on one thing. And a lot of challenging things happened during COVID, but one thing that it forced us to do is focus. Because my initial thinking, I joke, Josh, that unless you live in a nudist colony, you make a choice every day, you know, on what shirt you're going to wear. So my thinking was, well, we literally can appeal to everyone because we're in the apparel business. <laughs> Doesn't sound like focus, does it? No. When we're in the middle of COVID and really wrestling with how are we going to survive? How are we really going to maintain the momentum we have building? What we realized is that the consumer side of our business is nice because we generate sales 24-7. But where our brand really resonates, where we really have a strong connection is on the corporate B2B side. And drilling down even further, Josh, is we found our brand really resonates with veteran-owned and veteran-operated businesses and veteran-focused charities. They're cut from the same cloth. They have similar values and ethos. And what we found, a six- or 12-month sales cycle for another company, if you're veteran-owned, if you're veteran-operated or veteran-focused charities, 
goes down to about six minutes. They're like, Dean, I hear your story. You've got an amazing product. It's competitively priced. I'm already buying apparel. I'm switching to you and authentically American. That's fantastic. And you you can turn around and very quickly say, okay, great. Give me your design, your logo, your whatever. I'll put it on my uh, the clothing and I'll have the shipment out to you in a few weeks. Or how do you usually handle that? That's relative. Relatively speaking, as a high-level summary, it is that simple and easy. You know, we, we are connecting virtually here via Zoom, and my team is on calls with our clients all day long, whether you're a Fortune 500 company, middle market small business, whether you're a big charity or a small nonprofit. We have companies that have ordered our minimum of 12 and 24, up to 27,000 wow. and everything in between. And What's the turnaround time on something like that? So standard turnaround for us, Josh, is up to six weeks. And we like to over under promise and over deliver, which is why we say up to six weeks. Oftentimes we'll have it to you in three or four. But a client that recently ordered 27,000, that's that's on a different scale. So, yeah. you know, we li- literally had to invest more in fabric. We you know, started the whole cut and sew operation versus some of the inventory that we have. So that was a 12 week process. And they were like, Dean, that is incredible. If we were going overseas, this would have been six months or more. I could imagine an order that large might have you considering getting a larger warehouse space, getting additional equipment, machinery and all that. I mean, you'd probably need to have certain guarantees uh, in place of them making that order every year or whatnot. But that's the kind of thing that causes a business owner to have to scale up a lot of times. It is very true, Josh, and it has been a grind. It's been a lot of work and tireless nights and weekends and evenings, you know, over the last five years. But I feel like we're about to be an overnight success story five years in the making. Oh, I've I've called myself uh, the 15 year overnight success. People have said <laughs> that should be the title of my book because that's how long I've been uh, an entrepreneur for. So anybody that uh, you look at that you think is an overnight success isn't. There might be one out of every 10,000 right. that, that just happened to get lucky like that. But other than that, nobody is an overnight success. Um, okay. Dean Wagner, if people want to learn more about you, your business, if they want to support you, if they want to order from you, try to partner with you and to some extent, how can they do that? Josh, the best place to go is our website, authenticallyamerican.us authenticallyamerican.us and that .us was an intentional choice given the equity of our brand. And whether you're an individual consumer that wants to buy your new favorite t-shirt or your new favorite pair of socks or polo, whether you want one of our collegiate licenses on the consumer side, or if you're a business leader, if you have your own company, you're a charity or any organization that doesn't want a Nike polo, that doesn't want Land's End, something that's made in China, you want something that's amazing and it's American made, there's a contact us button on our website and my team will take amazing care of our customers. That's fantastic. Uh, Dean Wagner, authenticallyamerican.us. Uh, I know I'm going to be uh, trying to convince some of my uh, entrepreneur friends that have uh, quite a few employees switch over to, to authentically American. You guys are getting your apparel made for when you go to events and, and whatnot and conferences. Why not support an American made brand? So thank you very much for being here. Josh, thank you, because the grassroots of referrals we get are the most powerful. And after somebody tries and experiences our product once, they're coming back a second, third, fourth, fifth time. And that's why we're really starting to build some momentum right now are those repeat orders. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And for a lot of businesses that have to do the, uh, you know, the conference circuit every year, they're going to every um, big industry trade show and stuff. Every single year, they need new stuff. If they wore green this year, they've got to wear orange or blue next year or whatnot. <laughs> and I know, you know, I've worked for companies back in uh, my old corporate days where it was almost a, um, a badge of honor if you had more T-shirts and different color T-shirts than the other employees <laughs> showed that you stuck around longer. So, you know, of course, they're going to keep ordering from you over and over. All right. Well, thank you very much once again, Dean and everybody else. Uh, tune in next time for another fun, exciting, no and informative episode of Business Grills Podcast. This is Josh Rosenberg, and I'll talk to you all later. Thank, Thank you, you for, for listening, listening to the, the Business, Business Gorillas Podcast. If you're a highly successful entrepreneur and want to be a guest, go to businessgorillaspodcast.com and fill out the form. Remember to share us on social media. Click the subscribe button. Leave us a five-star rating and review if you got anything out of the show. Feel free to connect with us on social media. If you're looking to connect with world-class top marketers and some of the most experienced fractional chief marketing officers in the world today, head on over to verygoodmarketingconsultants.com. On behalf of your host, Josh Rosenberg, thank you for listening to the Business Gorillas Podcast.